Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This Sunday is the Solemnity of the Epiphany of the Lord. Our first reading is Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1-6, through 6, which, like most of our recent selections from Isaiah throughout Advent, is a prophecy of the return of the Jewish exiles. These are prophecies only partially fulfilled in the actual return of the exiles from the southern kingdom of Judah after the Persian conquest in the 6th century BC. The period of glory for Israel, described, only makes sense in light of the coming of Christ and his gathering of all people and nations into his church. This passage from Isaiah, combined with this Sunday's Gospel, is the source of many traditions regarding the three wise men. As we will see, Matthew's Gospel does not say how many magi visited the newborn Christ, but three have been inferred, both from the number of gifts and Isaiah's prophecy of dromedaries, or Arabian camels, from Midian, Ephah, and Sheba, all within the close orbit of Palestine. Our psalm this Sunday is Psalm 72, which is the end of the second book of the Psalter and attributed to Solomon. This psalm pleads for the Lord's guidance to the king, and promises a high standard of royal conduct. Verses 10 and 11 are a source of more wise men tradition regarding the royal stature of the Magi, hence the term three kings. The regions mentioned are not far from Palestine. Verses 7 and 8 refer to a dominion from sea to sea, meaning the Mediterranean to either the Persian Gulf or the Red Sea, with the river referring to the Euphrates. These are hypothetical borders for the ideal Israelite king. The thrust of our selection from this psalm has been understood in Christian tradition as being most perfectly fulfilled in Jesus. Justice shall flower in his days, and profound peace to the moon be no more. This Sunday's second reading is Ephesians chapter 3 verses 2 through 3 and 5 through 6, with St. Paul reminding the Ephesians that Jew and Gentile are called to be equal co-heirs in the new covenant established by Jesus. Paragraph 781 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church quotes Lumen Gentium from the Second Vatican Council. At all times and in every race, anyone who fears God and does what is right has been acceptable to him. He has, however, willed to make men holy and save them, not as individuals without any bond or link between them, but rather to make them into a people who might acknowledge him and serve him in holiness. He therefore chose the Israelite race to be his own people, and established a covenant with it. He gradually instructed his people. All these things, however, happened as a preparation for and figure of that new and perfect covenant which was to be ratified in Christ, the new covenant in his blood. He called together a race made up of Jews and Gentiles, which would be one, not according to the flesh, but in the spirit. Our gospel this Sunday is Matthew chapter 2, verses 1-12, through 12, the account of the visit of the Magi with the Holy Family. As I alluded to earlier, there are a number of extra-biblical traditions that have cropped up around this scene in the Gospel. Upon a closer reading, however, there is much that is vague in Matthew's narrative. It is not clear whether the Magi have come from or when they arrived, and there is not much in the way of detail regarding the star they followed to find the Holy Family either. There are a number of theories on these points. For one thing, it seems that Herod's later directive to kill all male children in Bethlehem under the age of two, that the Magi did not arrive on Christmas evening, as many pious depictions portray. 
The best single source on the visit of the Magi is Father Dwight Longenecker's book, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. Being a recent volume, Father Longenecker has done a number of interviews on the subject on various websites, podcasts, and radio shows, if you want a crash course version. He makes the argument that the Magi were of a class of Nabataean astronomers, an Arab people just to the east of Israel. The gifts of the Magi reflect Isaiah's prophecy, with the addition of myrrh, an oil used to anoint Levitical priests in the tabernacle in the Old Testament. All three gifts were readily produced in Nabataea. Herod the Great was an Edomite, a descendant of the people of that nation forcibly converted to Judaism under the Hasmonean king John Hyrcanus. That is a story a bit beyond the scope of today's podcast. The Romans would invade Palestine, ending the Hasmonean dynasty, and granting Herod a client kingship over the region of Judea. Suffice it to say, Herod was a horrible man, as is vividly depicted in the Gospels and other contemporary literature. He was hated by many Jews under his rule, despite efforts to ingratiate himself, such as the marvelous renovation of the Jewish Jerusalem temple. Bethlehem means house of bread, and as we mentioned in a previous show, was the hometown of King David. The prophecy cited by the chief priests and scribes is a combination of Micah chapter 5 verse 2 and 2 Samuel chapter 5 verse 2, demonstrating that the Jewish people in the first century AD were expecting a Messiah to come from David's city. The mention of a star may have particularly piqued Herod's interest due to an Old Testament prophecy concerning a ruler from Israel who would dispossess Edom. In Numbers chapter 24, the prophet Balaam says, I see him, though not now. I observe him, though not near. A star shall advance from Jacob, and a scepter shall rise from Israel. Edom will be dispossessed. Israel will act boldly, and Jacob will rule his foes. I suggest going back to Numbers for the whole context of this prophecy. Obviously, Herod took this threat quite seriously ultimately ordering the slaughter of the holy innocents in Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 through 18, who we memorialize in the liturgical calendar every December 28th. In closing, the general theme of the readings for the Solemnity of the Epiphany is the universalization of God's covenant. With the advent of Jesus Christ, all people are called to come into the chosen people of God through his Catholic Church. The Magi are the first fruits of the Gentile nations called to worship the true king of the universe, revealed in a very particular place and time from among the Jewish people. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with a collect from the Sunday's Mass. May the splendor of your majesty, O Lord, we pray, shed its light upon our hearts, that we may pass through the shadows of this world and reach the brightness of our eternal home. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again, and God bless.